This is loudspeaker. How many of us know what really matters most? Paul Samuel Dolman, author, podcaster, Hollywood film producer, and extraordinary man, is on our show tonight to talk about what has mattered most in his life. And that's the name of his amazing show. Funny, candid, real. This is an interview that I think you'll truly enjoy. It'll touch your heart, get your brain jazzed and thinking, and really sink into your soul at something meaningful. And I know you will find something that really matters to you. Welcome to The Spark. I'm your host, Stephanie James. Excited to be in the studio today with Paul Samuel Dolman. Paul, such a wonderful joy to have you here with me. I am excited too, because you were gracious enough to come on my show, What Matters Most, and were just fabulous. We received a lot of great feedback. And so I thought, oh, here's an opportunity to hit it around again and also return the glorious favor you did me. Oh, thank you. And, and because the interview with you was just such a cool, natural flow and connection. I wanted you on my show because I wanted to learn more about you and talk about somebody that has a spark. You are one of those people, truly. And you're just such a soulful, connected human in this world. I resonated with you so much and feel so thankful for the work that you're doing in the world. So I wanted to find out more about your story. And I know you've had all these different roles in your life. I've been this professional musician, Hollywood film producer. You've had an amazing career as an author and had best-selling books. I had written a book years earlier called What Matters Most, which was an interview show. And I do want to say thank you. You said some really nice things about me and thank you. I like when things land. I know a lot of people have a hard time with compliments, not criticism, sadly. And so when I compliment people and they either deflect it or cut it in half, you too, I think, oh no, don't cut it in half. It's okay to get heartfelt, especially from somebody who's very tuned in and observant. This is the kind of canary in the coal mine, the signals, the spiritual GPS that say on the right track. Mm. So the fact that you're seeing me, I feel very clearly, at least how I would like to be seen as I have multi, we all have multi sides. I have had several incarnations already here in this life. I, it's funny. I have seven to 10 year intervals. Usually I stay a little too long because it's really working out well and the ego gets comfortable. And once it's like running on autopilot, which the soul's bored to tears, or once it gets up and it's printing money, it's like, all right, the soul says, all right, we're done. And the soul, and then the ego screeches or financial guy, financial scarcity guy comes flying out of his cave. So it's, uh, but if you think of it as a soul here, having experiences in old star carbon, you want to, I would think, try as many of the rides as you can, especially where you feel led, not what society thinks which rides you should take. That's not to say if you love doing what you do still and have the spark, 
after X amount of years, teaching, nursing, writing, go do it. There's no rules except hopefully like you wrote the book, it, it still lights you up and not 24 seven because there's no such thing. Everything has some drudgery. So I feel like I'm fortunate in that I keep getting to experiment with this life form here. And then it manifested in this podcast, What Matters Most. I think we've just done our 800th show. Ha. With no plan or strategy, There, that's a constant theme. It's, an ex, it's a really a surrender experiment. And God bless all the people who love me so much, who are so mind-based, who are always calling me up, saying I should brand myself and do this, which in the old days as a cow would sound very painful. You wouldn't want to get branded. And they mean well, because if I ever ran out of coupons, money, it would be a disastrous except for all the monks who don't have any. So we'll figure that out later in the show, maybe. So I'm just open and I'm curious and I'm open and I'm listening and wearing kind of very comfortable clothes and no shoes. And I, I have, but I have to say, I was one of the luckiest people ever born at this time and place where I live better than emperors ever did for thousands of years or kings with your basics. And then in the scheme of seven, eight billion people, I'm one of the luckiest ones ever with running clean water and food yeah. in the middle of a pandemic. One of the luckiest ones ever that I'm healthy and whole. I work on it really hard, but stuff could still happen. Yeah. And then also being born to two of the most amazingly devoted and loving parents ever who were incredibly cosmopolitan and sophisticated out of New York City, came from nothing, adored me, but exposed me to so much and made me feel so welcome here in this form, in this planet, in this universe, that I wasn't afraid to jump around on the trapeze because they were the net below. And then later on, I learned the universe was below that too. It, there was a lot of good fortune involved. It's a fortunate birth, as they would say, in the Eastern religions. So given all that good karma and luck and good fortune that I have then at times worked hard to mine and explore... I feel like, for me, the natural unfolding extrapolation of that is to then try to lift others, not didactically or as like a Jehovah Witness banging on doors, but to just be here as a buffet, to maybe through the shows or listening, kindness, a hug. I had a beautiful experience last night. It's very simple, but it just moved me. What happened last night? Okay, with the disclaimer that when we do good things and we talk about it, I realize the universe probably loses some of its karmic pizzazz. But I woke up thinking about it. I pulled in to go to the grocery store last night to get the three to four day supply of healthy organic ingredients for my daily juice. Give us our daily juice. <laughs> and I pulled in next to a guy who had a very old white pickup truck, small, battered, crap in the back, hood up. Looked like some steam coming out of the engine, pair of pliers. And God bless the guy. It looked like he might have been my age or younger, but he looked like he'd had it. He didn't have everything I just said. Yeah. I said, you're okay? And he said, yeah, I get it running. Thanks for asking. So I went into the grocery store and I bought my groceries. And then I swear it's either my higher self, my self-conscious, or my angels and guides, the universe. I thought, one, I thought, I'm going to eat a piece of pizza. And then I heard that other voice go, and why don't you get a slice for the guy? I swear there was a moment's hesitation. I don't know, a piece of pizza is $3.50 or some crazy thing. Like, oh, are we allowed to do that? Because it's sadly uncommon, It's so that which is tragic, it says a lot. Get the guy a slice. And 
If he said, if he doesn't want it, then you get E2. So, all right, now you got me invested. <laughs> so I got my slice and ate it outside the pizza place because it's a pandemic. And then I got a second one in the box and I walked up and he's trying to get this thing working. And I said, here you go. I got you some pizza. It looks like you're having a tough night. And he's literally, you're kidding. Really? Oh my God. He was so taken aback. I spent $4 with tip. He's so tight. Oh man, you didn't have to do that. But I said, he said, but I am hungry. And so he got it. And we just had a, the most beautiful human uh-huh. moment where we looked at each other and wow. Thank you. Have a beautiful night. Stay safe. God bless. Mm-hmm. I drove home with my car full of groceries which I used my magic plastic card to pay for because people like books and other things and, and God only knows what else. But I kept thinking about it. I know it's interesting, Steph, is that when I think back in younger days of all the money I've spent to try to feel good that didn't live up to anything close to what I had hoped through things and other bullshit, quite frankly. Yeah, yeah. And yet this divinely inspired common, simple gesture, give us this day our daily bread, feed each other, I can't think that I'd get as much, if not more, out of it than that soul there. Or maybe in other lives or in not some other time. I know I've been down and some people have really lifted me up. But just it's so simple. Yeah. So simple. You would have thought I gave the guy a new truck. The guy was a slice of pizza. So, and I had the hesitancy. And his utter shock that a stranger would just bring him in a box a piece of pizza. The way he just, oh, and tried not to get choked up for a minute. Like, really? Oh my God, man, you didn't have to. The odds are I will never see that person again. Yeah. But throughout the galaxies here, space and time, infinity and beyond, our souls passed for a moment. And then I thought afterwards, it's fun to flesh this out because I haven't talked to anybody about it. Yeah. Now I'm talking to all your people. I thought afterwards, as I walked away, got in my car, and it just so happened I happened to pull in next to him or I wouldn't have done it. I thought, what if I'm just here and however many minutes I have left to do as many of those type of things as possible and that I literally live on the lookout, not as a martyr, not going over any fences, again, not banging on any doors, being respectful, again, listening and being led, not forcing it. Because I used to do that. I had such great advice for everybody and The Unwelcome Prophet. (laughs) That's a great book title. (laughs) The Unwelcome Prophet. Yeah, it's it's close to, yeah, it's like being in multi-level marketing, which I got pitched again this week, I think, because of the show. It's probably a karma for all my bad advice and or delivering the truth like a B-52, like seeing the obvious. And then I hear the universe go, yes, that's beautiful. Now you have a lot more empathy for your friend or whoever. And no... Don't go tell them. Don't go. They're not asking. And by the way, that would be a bomb in their life. What you just saw all this. We're letting you see this and your consciousness is seeing it. So you don't take it personally that they're doing whatever they're doing, that they didn't call you back or they didn't reneged or you tried to help them once and then they didn't follow through. So now the, so funny, the opposite is now I'm extremely reluctant though to say anything or give any advice. I'm a lot more popular because of that. And then I have people trying to pitch me to be more this or that or run for office, change and save things. And I really, not to be like Mr. Contrarian, I said, what needs changing? What needs saving? Mm. We're in the realm of polarity. I don't think you're ever going to move it around. Greater figures than I 
from Mandela to Gandhi to Jesus to Buddha to Tic Tac Nan, the list is endless, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Fred Hampton, these great people, Mother Teresa. You just, the high tide's here, the low tide there. Enlightenment's here, the dark ages, you know? Yeah. If you rise up against it, it's going to rise up against you. So maybe I could just be a wonderful multi-dimensional terrestrial that's just here on the lookout to hand out slices of pizza and come on beautiful souls shows. Somebody said the other day, you should run for governor or senator. No, thank you. I don't feel like swimming in the septic tank. I'm going to, I'm going to hand out slices instead. I'd rather hand out slice to the guy. I love that story. And such an amazing reminder truly to all of us that it's those little random acts of kindness they literally don't have to be huge. They're so simplistic. They're so simplistic and they make such a big difference. It's one of the things I used to say to my clients a lot is we never know the angels we are in other people's lives. Beautiful. Right? And, and just listening to that inner voice. I love that. Whether it's our higher mm-hmm. self, our consciousness, the divine, wherever it comes in. I always do this, <laughs> putting my hand from my head down to Me my desk because that's how it comes in for me. Mm-hmm, me too. Yeah, yeah. Bella's space traveler. I resonate so much <laughs> with that story. I love it. And I think that you've got only good karma and good universal stuff coming back to you for that. It, you're not there bragging about it. Hey, look at me. I did such an incredible thing. It's, no, hey, let's take a moment and pause and say, wow, all of us could do the most. That's the only reason to share it. That's the only reason. Right? It's, it's not on my Facebook or Instagram. Guy eating the pizza who looks this. <laughs> yeah, look what I did. Exactly. Yeah, here. All right. Now stand over here. You're not lit. <laughs> Wait, don't bite into it yet. Here, I'm going to put my water bottle next to you, but you can't drink out of it. Right. An influencer. I want to be an influencer. <laughs> yeah. but And so that's what's beautiful about sharing this story is that it really touches my heart so, so much. And I know it will the listeners because what it actually does is empower other people that they can do the same. And I do think that's how we make an impact. That's how we make an impact in this world. One of the worst things Jesus said that they messed up when they edited the Bible, probably in the 800 times they edited it uh, to get it more misogynist and didactic was he said a great line. If he said, and I feel like he probably did. And ye shall do greater things than I. I'm sure some people were listening and said, Oh, don't put that on me. Man, uh, you hey, turn those loaves back into birds. Don't be laying that shit on me. It's like when the rich man walked up. How do I be like you? Give away all your money. Hey, have a great day. Okay, good seeing you. Guy went around the corner, was killed by bandits. Back to being a cockroach. So, shit, don't say that you. Don't lay that on me. But when you said there are, I feel like there are no really great things because everything is mo- made up of quantum particles, which are very tiny. So it's really just small acts over and over again. Whether it's Rosa Parks who doesn't give up her seat turns into what we have for the Black Lives Matter movement. Please, can we just be equal? Oh, how dare you? So you get it. Yeah, I want to rewind in your life a little bit because here you did have this beautiful childhood I, I love hearing that it's such a rarity Paul to hear people that are like my parents adored me they were there for me they supported me they were this amazing net that helped just give me wings oh love that and that you also in your life like all of us have gone through challenges you've gone through things that 
I imagine helped in so many ways define your path, who you are, where you want to go. And there's this, I think there's this interesting stereotype that when people see someone like you that's successful or see someone like me that's really out there putting good stuff into the world and having a message to share that like they've never experienced anything painful or that life has been just this really easy path. Mm. And my, my whole gig and what's you and I talked about, it's in my film, is that whole thing of the challenges that we go through. Those oftentimes are what become then the match point that ignites those gifts within us that we're sharing. So would you share with us one of those challenges, one of those things that really then became something that ignited something within you? Right. So it's a crystal clear day, but if I don't put this disclaimer out immediately, I will be struck by lightning. I can sense it. Uh, My childhood was amazing. My parents were super loving, but I was an apocalyptic pain in the ass for those two beautiful souls. God bless them and their infinite patience. But we did clash a lot. And now in hindsight, I've owned it. I owned it while they were still alive constantly. Spent my rest of my life apologizing once I woke up. But I was born with a sense of, I love everybody, but just don't tell me what to do, please. I know best. And that's kind of hard. And my poor mother, mostly dad was like, well, he knows what's best. Let him be. Unfortunately, fell into the role of sheriff, which he had to do. And but we loved and respected. So headstrong and also curious about everything. I just, by the way, one of the greatest things in my life ever happened to me three days ago. I found an old letter she had sent to me in 1993, six pages typed. And I'm rereading it and thinking, you and I are one, mom. God bless Eileen. You're my favorite. I think about them day and night. They come in my dreams. We still get to have dinners. And it's just, they were the greatest thing ever. But I read that note and I think, what a human being. With every day, my respect for them grows to uncharted territory. So there was that. It wasn't perfect. But by all means, in hindsight, it wasn't a refugee camp or locked in the basement with chains. So there was that. It was great. And it was, it was utopian. Also, white guy in America, middle, you know, dad with World War II vet. Back then, we had a house and we lived a good life. My mom didn't even go to work. She went back to become a school teacher later. It shows how far the economy's come, which is a separate discussion. But you think, all right, the guy's got it made. I, I was good in sports, a little shy with the ladies, but had a bunch of friends, was a leader. And then in my 20s, I spent years trying to just get through the day and not jump off a building. What a surprise, right? What a surprise. Now, 99% of it was in my head, maybe 100%. It was all a take. I, well, there were several things that were still hard, but I've become peaceful with them. I looked at the world and just thought, what the fuck? This is nuts. And all the rules are backwards. And why aren't we giving the guy the piece of pizza and... What is going on? Who are we bombing now? And you name it. I looked at everything and which is common for empathetic type people or people that think they're from other places, even though I'm a mammal from Earth. You want to go home. You're like, uh, there must have been a mix up at the home office. <laughs> and thanks for that early years. But now that I'm really waking up, I'm getting the hell out of, the, you know, these <laughs> folks are crazy. Motherfuckers are nuts with guns and shit and religion. It's even worse. And get me out of this fucking, you know, and since I'm learning to meditate and I'm like, all right, you know, I don't like pain and blood. So how do I do this? And they're like, well, here's the bad news. If you exit, 
you got to come right back immediately within moments. And it's going to be a shitty life in a refugee camp. And I'm like, who? wait, this is unfair. Let me out of here. Come on. I'm just going to go out here and swim with these friendly great white sharks. You guys hungry? Get out of here. You're ruining our seal fest. Stupid fuck. So, um, damn it, I'm trapped. So it was hard. It was all in my head. Of course, I internalized it thinking, well, I'm totally messed up because I'm not buying in. Nothing ever sank in. Mom tried to throw a little religion my way, even though she wasn't. I was like in the temple. None of it made any sense. Wait, go back. You lost me at the talking snake. So why? Who did Cain and Abel marry? What is this a story about incest? Who the wives? You only have two people. Poor priests were like, one priest confessed in private. Look, I'm an atheist. I'm just trying to do some good. Quit asking me questions, for Christ's sake. Oh, what did I say? Don't worry. There's no sin. You don't believe in anything. It's all true. I love that. Yeah. yeah. God bless you, Father O'Brien. I was a chess player. He got me in the United States Chess Federation to try to distract me. It worked for a while. So it was just like, what am I doing here? This is nuts. But then through the grace of God and Allah, we can talk, call it everything, Vishnu, yeah. choose your pronouns. They're just fanatics, folks. Don't get too upset. And I met this great healer. I started meditating. I had more and more metaphysical experiences. I started seeing some crazy stuff. And in the movie, the hero gets struck by lightning or saved. I was saved drowning, which took me years to figure out. Shouldn't have happened. The beings appeared and yanked me out of the water. That's in my book, which I didn't want to write about because I never told anyone. Because those folks that say that are crazy. Right, right. Now I'm one of those crazy folks. And over time, Stephanie, what happened is I like to say it was like you have this rough rock in a river. And over time, the river water is grace, the grace of God. And as it flowed over the rock, which is mean, it was all ego and bullshit. It smoothed out the edges. The rock surrendered. And now it's like beautiful sculpted river stone. And through time, you just get to this point now where you're just in the surrender experiment. I want to go back and tell my former self, just relax. He'd look at me and said, what happened to us? Oh, my God. You look terrible. If that's the future, I am jumping off the building. <laughs> okay, my own shit. So, um, and then I want to talk about, I might write a book called the, about the downsides of enlightenment because... I used to be so bought in and type A and I had a music company and a BMW and a beautiful girlfriend and we fought about stupid stuff and spent money on dumb things and I was trying to make stuff happen. I'll show those folks back in high school. But when you kind of wake up, it's like somebody punctures a hole in that egoic eye and no matter how hard all the other aspects try to pump it up, it just deflates because Yeah, I still let the ego pitch me ideas. And I said, great, now let's run that by the quality of life committee and we'll see if it'll... What will that give us that we're not? We're the whole universe, man. So that's a shorter version. And then there was just a million bumps in the road and the right people come along, the book, The Road Less Traveled, I remember when I was early on, Illusions by Richard Bach. Yes. Power of Now, A New Earth. Marianne Williamson, who became a close friend. It just, you name it, and just cosmic experiences. And then the irony was early on, oh, it's there's no anything, Mr. Agnostic Atheist Ego Guy. And now I don't know how you could look around in any direction, including the mirror, and not just see the most miraculous, awe-inspiring creation that blows the mind. I was outside last night, post-pizza guy, just looking at the stars going, good God. 
And those two that look close are probably nine million light years apart, and one might already be gone. And I'm made of shit. You know, I mean. You're listening to a podcast on the Loudspeaker Network. To find other podcasts and unique programming, visit www.loudspeaker.fm. Loudspeaker, diverse voices, unique sound. Hey there, I'm Sarah Moneres, the host of the We Podcast, your space for inspiration, stories, and real talk. On the We Podcast, we love talking about the things most people don't openly talk about the real, messy human experience, and how we can grow through it. Tune in on Loudspeaker every week on Monday nights at 7 p.m. Mountain and on Tuesdays on any of your favorite podcast apps. Join us in this space that's all about connecting through our stories, showing up for the real, and embracing the truth that we are not on this journey alone. See you there. This this whole thing of that, all of this is God and all of us is God. And whether you call it God or the universe or whatever your term is, the divine, that's it. And it's, there's no separation from that. So I, I love that. And I want to touch base too on, on this thing of surrender that you brought up. It's such an interesting dynamic in my own life as well. It's been the I, I would say in the last four years, what changed my life so dramatically, because I, I had been surrendering, surrendering, but never to that point where I was literally on my knees. And I think we talked about yeah. that on mm-hmm. your show, where I came to that point of like totally surrendering, like, yeah, me trying to do the things you're talking about when I'm in ego and I'm just going to do it my way and I got it all figured out and my plan is fantastic. And I, I totally resonate with, I'm going to show those people in high school, I, I got it together. And so, <laughs> and, and to be at that point where life sometimes can just truly bring, bring you to your knees and just saying, I just surrender all of this and then the amazing things and i've had lots of serendipity and beautiful miracles that have showed up all during my life but it was only at that point of surrender that the last four years of my life have been like 
phenomenal, huge miracles. So much so that like I had to get a miracle journal because I didn't want to forget it. There were so many things happening and, and that's continued for me. And still within that, there's still places. And I think this is always so important for people to get where we're still going to get hooked as long as we're breathing, as long as we're like having this human experience, there's no getting there. I'm putting air quotes up here, but there's no arrival. And just this morning I'm waking up and that's usually the time for me where I wake up and I automatically, I have like one hand goes to my heart, one goes to my Mm. gut. And that's when I'm just like channeling the divine. And I really, that's when I can really feel like the places like today, it was like, the places you need to surrender, girl, is you just got off of a week in Mexico and all you're doing yesterday, I was like on this critical, like total critical fast, like you gained <laughs> weight while you were there, you're getting old, all this crap dialogue that's all old programming bullshit, but that's mm. what was happening. It was so beautiful this morning to go like, oh yeah, I surrender that as well. I don't have to hold on to this old voice that's trying to tell me that I'm not it, that somehow I have to look perfect or do something perfect to earn love, that I am that. Mm. Wow, beautiful. And the critic always lurks. It's never going to go away, the ego. The more you try to kill it, the bigger it gets. So I try to wisecrack it. It pounds me, mine. It's a sort of somehow I should know everything. And I love the hindsight. This guy, I keep saying, just speak up sooner. We would have got Amazon when it was a dollar a share or Bitcoin at a dollar a piece. 2020 hindsight guy doesn't do me much good. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. But it's good to acknowledge it like you did. And then they're just aspects of ourselves where we have so many aspects. And then we choose what we want to live out. I don't let, you know, sociopathic hitman run the show. Every once in a while, I'm interested. He has great ideas. but I, <laughs> No, I don't really want to. Yeah, we would get away with that. But no, I don't really. No, not this time. Thanks, though. Keep the ideas coming. (laughs) See you soon. Get back in the cage. And we do get hooked because some things are worth. That's why we're here. Once, What's the point? I love food. I want to get kids out of cages, for God's sake. I I don't want to bomb Syrians no matter what, because then we kill a bunch of kids. I want people to be able to eat and have a house and go to school or have insulin that costs 18 cents. It shouldn't cost 300. I don't know. I'm funny that way. And yeah. How weird are you? I'm against fascism. Go figure, you know, kind of history buff saw what happened in world war two. And so I think if you're going to be here and you have any awakening, shine your light. Now do it your way. You don't have to run for office unless you feel like it. And you don't have to make a lot of money unless you feel like it. Write a book or not. Find your voice and then go do that. And then just do that and be kind to yourself. Self-love first or you'll die of thirst. Keep it simple. You can't plan anything, good or bad. You, you can have, we scheduled this, but a million things could have happened. I, I schedule. I'm not like such a free spirit. You can't even book, book an appointment. Under the tree Maui guy. By the way, he needs some money. He has none money for food. Doesn't believe in money, but he'll take some money. But I'm curious, Paul, what, what have you had to surrender lately? What is your surrender process lately as we're touching base on that? Great question. You know, no one asked me that. It's so funny. I get away with just saying it. The really big one, and I've been thinking about this since I was a little kid, is just that I'm very temporary. 
And the other thing, even beyond that is, which is really bothersome to aspects of myself, is that I don't really exist. Think about that. You know, now I do in a linear, I'm a mammal here that they gave a name and as a story and has done things temporarily. No one will remember them. And eventually they won't even be this. Mm. But I do exist as some sort of ethereal phenomenon that's unexplainable that came in and animates this beautiful, miraculous thing, trillions of cells. Just try to help it by what I put in it and think about what I watch. I don't have a TV. I don't want to put that in my brain and poison my body, but just surrendering that because we have the force of life and survival. And now it could do two things. You could go turn the lights out and draw the curtains and just call up, crawl up in a ball in bed because what's the point? Or it's very liberating because, well, I'm here and I don't have to be attached to this name of Paul and the identity. Let's just go out and, and listen to the earth and the wind and spirit and you guide me you got a better view and you i'm all right i look across the sky last night i'm part of this anything out there that's of the light and high guide me guide me and which way should i go should i go to the beach should i interview this person should i go and it does and you have these encounters that it's synchronicity is off the charts also on a personal note i would love to have a partner who's conscious and yet there's still a spark great your word not like somebody who reminds me of my aunt or a friend. And we could live together in separate rooms. All right, now I've got a roommate who's a great buddy. Maybe, but not feeling that right now. So there's all kinds of, or you could have tons of sparks, but no consciousness either. That's called a forest fire. Yes. <laughs> or a, have you ever seen a fireworks place go up and yeah, it's not, it's fun from miles away, but not if you were right there in the front row. Yeah. And I honestly, uh, I hadn't been super diligent. I have to say, it wasn't like I was had type A'd it, but I was hopeful. And anybody who said, do you want to meet so-and-so? And I was on a dating app or two. I've had some matchmakers on. But about a month ago, three or four weeks ago, I just literally gave up. I just said, fuck it. I had a lot of great loves. I've had a great run. Everything else is going right. I'm never going to make the NBA. We're going to admit that. I did years ago. I once believed I was, which is more pathetic than anything. And then, but hope died, you know, didn't die till my 20s. And then, but I just thought I'd, I'd give it up. Now I'm totally, and there was energetically, I just said, if you bring her, great. I trust I won't miss her. I'm not going to hustle for it. And I'm, I'm a yes person again. I, if anybody says, I want you to meet this guy. I just got off the phone with a guy from England. Somebody wanted me to connect with the gal who wanted to podcast. I'm a yes person within reason. I want to give the guy behind the, the movie theater who lives in a box my credit card. The universe hasn't <laughs> you said that boundaries, yet. boundaries, Paul. Yeah, you got to have boundaries. You can't just be Jim Carrey and yes, man. So I just let it go. I said, God's will. And it really felt freeing. And there were a couple people who I was in dialogue with. You know, it's harder in the pandemic that are slow to respond. You felt like you're chasing. And then it was so freeing to just go, nah, they're fine. I don't need, I don't need, it, it's going to come easily like everything else. I'm not going to, and you're trying to cast the role again. The ego is outed. Like, really? That's who you want? No, not really. I like, but it looks great, doesn't it? Look at that resume. But it doesn't vibe, man. <laughs> what about my rug, man? And so that I let go. I surrendered that. And, and then the pandemic has been a giant surrender. Yeah. Because last year I had this whole, I'm going to Europe. What matters the most? Chore lining up all these amazing people have been on. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to do that. 
I'm going to meet my perfect person and get an EU passport and then watch America burn from a distance like that fireworks show that went up in flames. And then none of it happened. The pandemic said, no, you're not. So, and that's been a year, but again, it's my life's great, but it's sort of no indoor dining. And yeah, you walk into places very rarely. I'm inside, but you, with your mask and you think, I hope I don't get it. And then there's another part that said, well, and I'm ready to go anytime. So even no pain, please. Yeah. And then there's a universe that says just for that 10 more years and can't, can't do that. So uh, that's some of the surrender in there. And I've surrendered everything around the show. It's just fun. I'm not trying to brand. I had somebody pitching me the other day about branding myself again and being this and maybe less of it. It seems too mind-based. There's nothing wrong with those paths. I've been a version of that guy before. I just, nah, not at this stage. It has to come from the heart and soul. So that's some of the surrender. Yeah. I'm trying to think just my limitations, aging Losing people, oh, that you love mm-hmm. so much. Missing the form, the voice, the hug, while acknowledging that it's just the way it is. Having great perspectives after the show closes, whether it's on a life or a relationship, like looking back, learning, and going, oh, my God, how, that was like the worst move, almost like a chess game. No wonder why it didn't work. And owning it, not blaming. I think that's a big key for everybody listening. Don't blame. Don't be a victim. You're here as a creator. So everything that happens, good or bad or sideways, I know that I've created. Now, I may not like it. I may not even see the fingerprints. It might be coming from a higher level. But it's mine. And even if it sucks, after I might react with sadness or disappointment, which is the human part, let him go first. I'll think it's for my best good and rejections protection and I'm being guided. I'm just a hurtling soul through the, the cosmos. So excellent question. Hope that answered. Yes. Beautiful answer. And thank you for being so candid and transparent, and real. And I have to tell you, because that's been one of my things too, in my relationship journey a year ago, I was like a little over a year ago. And, and six months before that, I was like, yeah, maybe I just am not supposed to be with someone. Mm -hmm. And it was literally this by almost by accident, if you will, that Morgan that I'm with, when he came up as a friendship request on Facebook, and I saw that he had a TED talk. And I'm like, Oh, he'd be a good he'd be a good guy for the show. So I just messaged him saw you had a TED talk, I'd be interested in talking to you. He sends me back a message that says, oh, I love our mutual friends. Well, I didn't even know we had mutual friends. So then I really get on his, his site because I hadn't really looked at him. And I see the person he's talking about is one of my best friends here in Fort Collins. He lived in Seattle, who was in my uh. spirituality group, who a year before that had told both of us about each other, but neither one wow. of us were in a place where we wanted to be in relationship. Wow. And one conversation, I said, why why don't we get on a Zoom call? We'll see if you're fit for the show. One Zoom call, he's like, we seem to have a lot to talk about. Let's get together next week if you're open, have another Zoom call. That Zoom call was four and a half hours and we haven't stopped talking since. That's very inspiring. And that's sort of how I picture this sort of thing. 
That's a beautiful story. And you deserve that. And so does Thank he. Thank you. Thank you. It shows the magic of it all. I'm just sitting here going, wow. Oh, my yeah. God. You're yeah. kidding. What? It's, it's and then in hindsight, not being surprised. Of course. Yeah. We had 80,000 miracles. Why would there not be 80,000 in one? Exactly. Cynical, stupid, dumb. It's, 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 yeah. It's beautiful. It gets caught. And he just moved wow. in two days ago when we got back. I have a friend, Steve. Won't say his last name. He moved in with somebody in this last year. And he was complaining to me, she's wonderful. And I actually introduced them inadvertently. Have they ended up together? And he's like, she puts the coffee over. And I'm like, shut up. That's your ego. And I kicked his ass all over this place. And then now he's, I hear your voice all the time when my, that guy in me who wants to be like, well, that's not where the forks go. He said, you come flying out of the closet. And, but they're having a ball. They're having an incredible yeah. time. And they're just doing it. We love each other. You can't plan the future. It's monogamous, obviously. And yeah. then they're just doing their thing. And they're both really together. Wow, what a concept. And mm-hmm. that's a great thing. By the way, when I was being so honest, the whole time, I don't think the audience could hear it. My ego is, and PR team is screaming in the background. No, don't say that. No. Oh, my God. He's being too Shut him down. <laughs> shut off the circulation system. And, and Don't tell her that. God, there goes any hope of anybody. Shut up. What's so We're supposed to have it together? <laughs> and the thing is that you do. That is what's so I know. You have what perfect a- lives that no matter what amazing things we have happening. And it's just human, man. It's the four of us making music. Just the band making some music. So I am having a ball until I fall off the bike again. Yeah. So the slightest thing goes wrong. It's like, that's it. I want to go home. (laughs) Or there's nothing wrong with leaving early. No old age. Not too many aches and pains. Right. We'll get them next time. What's happening back at Ektar, where I came from. And then I hear the universe like Bugs Bunny go, eh, shut up. You're sticking around for a while, mister. Well, you can't even joke about it. They will add time. That's the punishment everybody thinks. Oh, you know? oh so lucky to leave. <laughs> That's backwards, man. What a ride. Congratulations on you and Morgan. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You deserve it. You are wonderful. Aww. And you beam. You're attractive on every level. So, Aww. and you, I'm glad you waited to be met. Yeah. And it's settle. Like, I drive past. The McDonald's and the Wendy's on my way to the healthy ingredient place that's local. Mm-hmm. I'm hungry, but I'm not going to settle for something that will make me sick and a headache. I'm just going to go a little further and trust. And if the really healthy place is closed, which it was the other day, it's the universe going, your fat ass could use a day off. And so I ignore that and then go on to the pizza place, <laughs> which then leads to an act of good service. So either well, way, thank you for that. Thank you so much. And the reality is I knew in my life that I had to be partnered in this way. And so I wasn't going to go for Wendy's. And honestly, it's sweeter together. Thank God I have a tremendous female energy in my life. So I'm not starving. I have great guy friends. The guests like you are becoming closer and closer friends. And I, it's not like I'm hungry, but to have that significant other. I was thinking about doing the RV thing if Europe stays locked. It's like, all right, I surrender. I'm not supposed to go there. And luckily, a dear friend might drive. But I thought, the Lonely Guy Tour? I'm going to detour into the world of mushrooms and edibles if that's the case. Let somebody else help people. I'll be like, holy shit, the giant, there's a giant squid over there with a, with a constable's hat on. 
being Uncle Boogly who wants to take yeah. a loincloth with a stick. My universe is like, don't you threaten us. I told him if a couple of things broke, I was going to go dark. It's, if you do that to me, and by the way, that's a funny joke. I'm joining the dark side. <laughs> I will. I'll show you fascism that with some traction. It won't be run by an orange idiot mango head. These are some of the dialogues that go on. And right now you, the listener, are going, yeah, I wonder why that guy's single. Oh, awesome. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, I could see him with uh, nobody. Honey, what's your friend's name? What's it? Edna down at the asylum? The two of them sound perfect. Together. Yeah. Reminded me of that guy on the park bench. <laughs> Always talking about socialism and lizards stealing his luggage. I could just talk to you for hours. You're so much fun. You're such a delight. Thanks. I love diving deep with you. I love laughing with you. You are just such an awesome soul to hang out with. I am so grateful, and I apologize for the somber tone today. So, no kidding. It was so much fun. I'm going to get out and ride the bike, and then in a couple hours, I'll get to interview a woman who's an astrophysicist who wants to go to space. That's my life. I get to talk to these great people all around the world, like you, and the circle keeps expanding. So if you like podcasts, find me on What Matters Most, Apple, and it's in a bazillion other areas. You'll probably have a link. And then if you want to read about my misadventures in the book Hitchhiking with Larry David, that's everywhere. I think you can get it for about 80 cents on Amazon and they'll probably pay you to ship it to there's a bazillion used copies. Don't read the reviews, just buy it. Paul, I've had a ball. If, if you had parting words of wisdom, parting words of an essential message, you want to make sure that through our conversation or just whatever's being downloaded for you right now that feels like you want to leave the listeners with, what would that be? It's funny. As soon as you started saying that, I heard in my head, speak in words of wisdom, let it be. And I would say, let yourself be and go out there and listen, see the wonder and the magic. Yes, you can. Give yourself permission to be joyful and heart-centered. Give it a try. You can always go back to the miserable mind-based life. It's going to be there forever. And part B would be try a little kindness and just go the extra mile. Open the door, smile, be generous. Uh, let somebody else have the park in place. If you're in a relationship, do something kind for your significant other. Do something kind for your kids. Look to serve, not take, right? And maybe wake up and go to bed and just think of a few things you're really grateful for. It sets the tone. Look for what is good. And also stand up and speak out for justice and people that can't. And my God, you're hurtling through space on a giant magnet. Soak it up, enjoy the wonder, and be a loving, light-filled particle in your nanosecond that you exist here as you. Amen. So much fun. Loved this interview for so many different reasons. And one of the things that really struck me was Paul's ability to just show up as uniquely himself and giving us permission to do the same and to really search our own lives for that which we find meaningful and to really go after those things that bring us delight, that bring us joy, that bring us true meaning and depth. So yours doesn't have to look like anyone else's. You get to design what matters most to you. And that's really the beauty in all of this. When we're not infringing upon anyone else's well-being, we're free to explore 
What does bring our lives meaning? What lights us up? What brings us joy? So continue on this beautiful journey. Keep showing up, keep diving deep, and keep exploring the wonderful mystery that is this life. This has been a production of Loudspeaker Networks. For more on this and other programs, visit loudspeaker.fm.